Welcome to the Toronto Ultra Merkin Maven podcast. Uh, Joe and I here with another uh, fantastic episode. Uh, we've got an amazing guest, the Dark Prince himself. Uh, envoy, sir, how are you? I'm doing well. Prince of the North now, you know? Oh, Prince had to, had to, come on, I had to change up a little bit. I like that. I got a bow. <laughs> <laughs> so what's... Uh, What's going on with like, we're gonna talk obviously about the the move to ultra, I guess just real quick before we talk about how much it makes sense and how excited we are for you. Um, and congrats, by the way. Uh, where are you at with like this whole process? Just kind of like mid move, figuring things out. Yeah, so I'm like a month and a half, two months out from moving to Toronto. Obviously going from LA to Toronto is no feat that I ever expected yeah. or uh, <laughs> planned for. So um, just still trying to figure out the logistics, obviously cross country. Staring at boxes um, like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I got boxes all over my house, um, but I'm excited, man. You know, Toronto is really fun every time we go there and, I'm, you know, it's just something new. Oh, we love it. Like, I swear everyone is so nice. Like, listen, I... I know I'm a good commentator and I don't like I'm at the point in my career I don't really like need gas per se, but I swear to god I've got like a nitro petroleum in me when I'm there. Like everyone's so nice. They're so, like, thank you. They're just yeah. like so so friendly. Um no, it's definitely one of Joe and I's uh Joe and I's favorites. Uh Joe, by the way, you um you haven't slept in like a month, right? Well, last night I did. We got a new we got a new plan. Sleep regression is real. It is real. All my parents out there know, but we're we're figuring it out. We're good. We're good. Uh, he's He's gonna get there. Come on, you're figuring out the formula. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. Bro, this guy gets on the morning. I look at his face. I'm like, hmm. Well, the problem is, how many hours did he get? Hours, right? Like for five months, and then you, yeah. you just wake. Up, he just wakes up one day and he's like, I'm actually done with that shit. So <laughs> get him back to that. So yeah, the last couple of weeks have been rough, but we're good. We're good now. Hopefully. Well, uh, for those of you that have watched episodes, um, hopefully you've enjoyed them. Uh, similar format here. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Envoy's career, uh, but we're going to start a little bit differently because obviously the big news is him going to Ultra. So from you, Envoy, uh, I kind of want to hear why was this the logical choice? Why was this the decision? Uh, I was kind of talking to you guys beforehand, but I feel like my last couple roster manias, I feel like I've done everything. Like I've joined like or i've had someone join a court team of three we've built new rosters on huntsman and la thieves and now it just kind of like makes sense for me to join a, like a core team of three um obviously you guys scrap uh rookie of the year last year 99 overall uh whatever it may be um absolutely gross uh, and then you got jamie and toby which uh, i know they weren't in the league necessarily in bo4 but i would like consider them like my class of you know yeah. when they came up so uh they've been consistent through and through like all the cdl years and uh yeah it just makes sense on that point i mean i think like i'm like the player that they need or uh you know that can fill all the gaps and do whatever it takes so it just it just made sense in that terms and uh you know obviously they just got second in champs so why wouldn't you go join the runner-ups what well, I, I guess i'm curious you know obviously Maybe not not the result you guys wanted, but making that decision, was there anything like that would have kept you at LATs? Were there any other options? Did you guys all kind of know with Sam's decision, like this is kind of done type thing? Like was that was that it with with Sam retiring? Was that sort of like, well, shit, we we gotta all have to go somewhere else? I thought someone would take the reins, right? I, I yeah. figured. Yeah, I, I mean, Sam's thing maybe had a little bit to do with it. Um, mm -hmm. You know. Obviously, the two years we had were like really up and down. So, like, I don't know what like the kind of vibe would have been after we just got last at champs and first the year before. So, um, I feel like something would have changed. But 
it's more or less that I feel like our team has a lot of pieces that other teams need. Mm. You know, for instance, like you got Zach going to phase now, which I feel like he's like like the perfect upgrade for them. And then Ken going to Optic with Pred. Like I feel like those are no brainers after Zach went to phase. So I feel like ultimately like it was just destiny that we were all gonna split up um with like what other teams needed. And like that's kinda that's kinda how the cookie crumbled, I guess. I mean, I mean, Matt was pretty open about it, about the money spent, right? I mean, I'm sure that was probably a thing for them, too. Like, how financial are we going to figure this out? It sounds like they're resetting or doing some sort of reboot uh, from the LA Thief side. But I, I, I am curious because there were a lot of rumors before Ultra. Was people want to I'm sure that people want to know, was Optic was Optic back on the menu? Or was that just sort of, you're like, no, nah, that's not happening. I obviously did my due diligence and, like, talked with, like, Aunt Bruce and them. Um, you know, doing my bit of scheming, but like ultimately, I was kind of telling you guys, like, bro, when Pred's on the market, like, they, like they want the next big thing, you know, or these any of these teams, any like, like Pred is the next big thing. Like, I feel like he hasn't had the results like he's been looking for like the last two years. He's obviously done well for himself, and like they beat us a bunch of times, um, but like you, you can't pass that up. You know, I'm like, I'm not like. Like, I have clear vision when it comes to that, you know? I know, pe yeah. you know people's intentions when you talk to them. It's like, yeah, maybe I did talk to, like, Optic a little bit, but at the end of the day, like, the like what you guys heard the whole year, like, bro, they want Pred. There's there's no way they don't, like. Yeah, no, literally, like, I would join his chat, and it was just like, yo, when you join an Optic, like, what you, and then, yeah. I don't know if you watched the video, Maeve, but he was on, like, the podcast, or on, like, their, their Optic cast or whatever, and uh, he was just like, dude, I didn't know what to do when I would go on stage and everyone was just yelling optic pred. He's like, I was, I didn't know what to do because it was hilarious. But like, I, I, I I'd be checked. I'd be oh, so checked out. That's exactly what he said. He's like, bro, I'm so checked dealing with this when I'm trying to compete and win. So I yeah, wonder I if like, really that, I wonder if that's like oddly going to be a, a good thing. Cause I think like for him specifically, we don't have to dive into it too far, but like, you know, there wasn't a lot of expectations for Seattle. Like, you know, we knew what they were, but now, I mean, there's Preds in it. It's a different ball game. Play for Optic, but that team, like, there are fucking expectations. So, I don't know, maybe sort of like half been in the spotlight already for a little while. So maybe kind of kind of used to it. Um, I, I guess one thing I'm curious about, did it, with your decision, Um, you know, we think of like, there's a lot of different ways to play COD and teams find success in different ways and the title changes year to year. But when I think of like, the past several years, the two teams that come to mind, like really trying to play disciplined COD, play the right way is probably Ultra and Thieves. Um, did that play a big part in the decision? Sort of like a little one-to-one -one there? Yeah, I, I think I'm a firm believer. Um, some people would like super disagree, like within the scene, like coaches, players, whatever. Like I'm a firm believer in like the roles thing um, of like what teams need to exceed. And you kind of need to fit like the, the slow AR, fast sub, you know, faster AR, faster sub, or whatever it may be. So, any team has found successes is like that. It's built like that. Yeah. So, um, I'd say like for this, for like the Toronto team that I'm on now, like Kleenex is probably the only person I can compare to is a BZ at like pace he's matched. He's like throughout all the years. I don't think there's any other person that comes to my mind that has done it like consistently. There is very few people that hit it like you know maybe stage to stage, but it just makes sense that. I join, you know, another sub duo too that has plays a lot faster than me. Obviously, I found most of my success with like thieves, um, 
when me and Ken, like, we were kind of like, I guess, like, free to do whatever we want. Like, sometimes he'd be fast and I'd be slow. Sometimes I'd be fast and he'd be slow. And, like, it kind of worked. But, like I said, with the whole roles thing, I believe it doesn't always have to be like that. And, like, Phoenix is an anomaly when it comes to he's super fast. And I could kind of be back to, I guess, what I used to be and just kind of chill more or not chill more but you know what i'm saying like yeah, i'm not known for being that fast guy i picture it like kind of like you know let's think prime simp of easy like in cold war right um simp just had this knack for taking plays finding gaps finding routes just being annoying um in control i feel like yeah you'll have freedom to kind of be that just find the holes plug them be annoying sort of sort of do your thing um so yeah, I, I think it makes a makes a ton of sense. Now, if you guys suck, that would suck. But I, uh, I'm I'm quite I'm quite uh, I'm quite hopeful for you guys and excited you got in the squad because I know Joe and I and so we're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Let's uh, let's start to talk. We're gonna talk about some of the other stuff that got announced. So there's some big stuff with Optic in Boston. Um, we're just gonna do that uh, at the end of the episode once we kind of get through Envoy's career. We like to dive into it for people that maybe don't know about how he got started because it's an interesting story because he was basically a cheating fuck that got top 64. And I was yeah. told that he was a cheating fuck that got top 64. I'm like, well, I just had him on hot mic and he was such a nice guy. Like, I love this guy. But he was like, a young kid, man. We all made mistakes. We were all stupid. I, yeah. Unfortunately for me, I made a lot of mistakes <laughs> in those couple years. But I mean, I mean, yeah, bro. I, a keyboard, I've owned up to this, like, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. I up if it wasn't public. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's say to the people, he wasn't, like, wall hacking or aim locking. Like, this. There's a different level console. today. This yeah, is a different so level today. Much different. This was co console Call of Duty. He just plugged in a keyboard and had aim assist with it. And that's that's what he was doing. He was just, and it was good. It was good. <laughs> I bet. I bet. It was good. Oh man, that's so funny. I've never experienced it, but I could imagine just like I played a good amount on both inputs, and yeah, I bet that's bet that's great. Yeah, I was. Is he even rotational and everything, or is it just like a bullet magnetism? I'm just curious, like how it, it, it's the exact same aim assist. It, it tricks it thinking it's a controller, so it's identical, or is it a little it's bit? It's identical. Uh, obviously, it feels weird, like getting used to like the keyboarding, sure, like on yeah, a Call of yeah. Duty game. But like it's like the aim assist is doing it for you, and like like aiming with a mouse, it's like infinitely easier than aiming with just like your thumb. Not like yeah, when we play yeah. all, not when we play all day, but like you know what I'm saying. Like historically, all the games played on PC, like. When you They're a lot snap. more precise. So like, yeah. I'm sure that I, I feel like I remember back then, like people always knew because there'd be these crazy plays and you oh, could yeah. tell when someone would just like oh. move their arm and like the flicks. Yeah. That's always yeah. how it, I feel. People are like, what the fuck was that? Like yeah, people don't play 1010. Oh, yeah. they, they, they didn't play 1010 back then. Like people were playing pros, especially yeah. playing like four four, like some were three three, like maybe five five. Like now we don't have the days of now doing twenty twenty point six ADS multiplier, Dynamic. like yeah, like yeah. now some of the snaps you see, I, it's still, I, I think within a s two seconds, I can tell if someone's on mouse and key or on controller, but like, mm -hmm. it's a little harder to tell nowadays with like all the options you have. But like back then, like, yeah, it's like, okay. I don't know. I was, I was kind of a true like keyboard event along with my, a couple of my companions there, but uh, you were not catching me lacking like that all the time. That's why I, I got like, away with it so long. Have, like rules? Did you guys have like, there's like, kind of, you there's like, like what to do? You're just playing on super low settings. Like yeah. the thing, how it works is like you play on you play on like fourteen fourteen in game or like the max sense, and then like you slow everything else down like on the back end of like how you move, and that's why you get away with it for so long. Because like, like right now my my whole desk is a mouse, but like I used to play with like a three foot mouse pad, and to do a ninety degree turn, I'd have to like swipe the whole three feet. Like okay. it'd be hard to snap. 
and like there'd be the occasional two they're occasional too you know you're in like a you're in a big tournament and i'm like you know i'm trying to snap on someone i i run out of mouse space and my guy just stops turning you're like oh what was that <laughs> why did he stop when he turned at 180 what was that that was crazy yeah no but what you did, um, you did that for a couple of years until you turned 18 then you stopped. yeah I did it literally up until like the weekend before the 2K I could compete in in World War II. So, yeah, I was a scumbag. But uh, I was saying that I have a crazy stat. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have um, the good with the bad. Um, but I have a crazy stat that Simp, yeah. he made me record my hands when I was keyboarding. And I beat him both times with the controller. But when he didn't make me record and I was keyboarding, he beat me. I was like, damn, I should just use a controller. <laughs> and that was in IW. That was in IW. Yeah, that was when that was when they were final. Like him, like Simp Cell, like the Jedi. I don't know if Abe was part of that, but yeah, they were they were final. Yeah, Bruce. Because the thing was too. Yeah, the thing was I uh I played on Xbox. Like the main console was PS4, but like all like you know the keyboarders and stuff were on Xbox. So um, that's where we played at. And then occasionally, you know, they got a big prime tournament or a lead or whatever it may be. So you'd switch over and go to PS4. And play the big tournaments because like why not get a shot you know the, the couple grand yeah, yeah. makes sense wow there you go there you go that's um, the whole run i don't think i've spoke I don't, i've never spoke about that so yeah <laughs> oh, no juicy you get the juicy you know until you're 18 does much count it's like yeah i don't you can't think so yet like you yeah. goofy or whatever like when it comes to gaming like listen i did some shit so like i until you're like you start to learn you know we've all been dumb little shits Exactly. Yeah. My stories just aren't safe for this broadcast. But um, <laughs> well, another thing I want to touch on quickly before we just get deep into the history stuff. Um, I, I've talked about this uh, several times while casting, but some may not know. Like, I, I find this to be literally just fucking insane. I don't understand it. I can't wrap my head around it. The human brain is fucked. So you have your game audio flipped. Yeah, correct. When I play any type of game. So we have a Dolby Atmos or whatever with our directional audio. You're trying to sound to a guy's sprinting on your left and you hear it on your right. Technically, but, but you're I just hear left. Even though it's on your right. Yes. Like, basically, I, I relate it to, like, just people that play inverted on controller. Like, it just that becomes muscle sense. memory. The audio doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. He's just rewired his brain. He's rewired it. Yeah, so literally when I was younger, I just would like, we had like a game room and I would literally pick up my headset and put it on the same way every single day and put it back down. And then I, cause like, it was one of the ones where you could flip the mic either way. So I didn't really know which way was the right way. I didn't look. I was just like so happy I could game and just would throw on my headset. Um, and then ultimately one day, I think I got, like when I started playing competitive gaming, I got a different headset and it didn't switch. And I'm like, wait, this is left, this is right, but it sounds completely messed up. And then I just wore it backwards from there on out. Like that, that's when I knew I still had to wear it backwards. No, actually, okay, this is sort of similar, but not identical. Like I, I don't know if you guys listen to audiobooks at all, but like I do. Um, like when I listen to the books, I usually do one point five speed. And it's weird when you first switch to it; it sounds like they are speed talking. But after a couple of minutes, it's normal as shit. And if you listen to like normal speed one, it sounds like literally a sloth talking. Like it's it's wild how fast the brain just like one becomes normal and one becomes slow. It's yeah. wild. Just gets so, used to it, right? It put the cherry on top. The only other person who does this that we know of is Draws, who you played with for who we team with. And what are the odds of that? Out of forty eight players, insane. someone else in the league gets in that has their headset backwards and we team. 
So me and him are at the events. At the events, it was so funny, bro. We we would do this program on our PC because uh, some of the headsets like don't flip. Like you can't like flip them backwards, like the the mic. So we get this program on our PC that would like do it for us, where it'd flip the audio inputs to like different sides, um, and we wouldn't turn it off after an event. Like it would oh. just like you know you lose an event, you ra- I'm not gonna go turn off my freaking my freaking well, my my warm up station PC yeah. or like turn off the audio. So. I think uh, Lamar and Pred walked up to us one time after uh, they were scrimming, and they're like, bro, our headsets are backwards. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that was us. <laughs> yeah, we, we can fix that. We can fix that. I'm like, yo, Zach, you got that or you got me? Yeah, just yeah. close out this program. Sorry but like, that. so there's probably, there's probably so many PCs. There's probably so many PCs that have it. Like going up and you're just going through it. Like those 45 minute fucking delays, Joe and I'll deal with like, what's going on? Like a little envoy left the fucking audio flip and now we can figure out what's going on. Yeah, Zach. Uh, Zach made a smart call and got like the molded ear ear things um, for on stage that they had the wire switched out. But otherwise, you know, like we use those earbuds that are meant to go in your left ear or your right ear. So I get like really bad headaches sometimes, or like my ears will actually really hurt because I put in those earbuds like the complete opposite way. Because when you go on stage, like you're not wearing your headset backwards. Like the headset is just for your mic and the white noise. Yeah. But the earbuds is all the game sound. So like. There's like, it's it's not much nowadays because like you know we play like one match a day, two matches a day max sometimes, but like back in CWL, bro, those long days of playing like three, yeah, four matches, like stabbing your ears. Yeah, yeah literally, and it 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 was like, like, either you don't notice they're there and they're good, or they're annoying as fuck. Like, there's no in between. It's just like yeah. uncomfortable, or it's I can't even like I I can't even tell I have things in my ears right now. But I so you just were putting them in flipped. Why so? Yeah, I'm surprised you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't. I'm surprised you didn't order like special ones or something. Yeah. I don't even know. I I guess you could Google anything, but I don't. My brain is backwards.com. My brain brain is backwards.com. It worked for Zach, so I'm going to look into it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah, we we worked with, uh, what was it, like Ultimate Ear or something? They could pretty much do whatever. You can get a lot of custom stuff. Maybe maybe you can do it through them. Um, molded. Yeah, yeah, I still have not used those at all because I can't stand like total sound cancellation. It weirds me out, bro. I, it freaks me out. I can't do it. Um, okay, so so your brain's backwards. Um, you came on hot mic once. You got top sixty four. You were cheating a little shit, and then yeah. you turned eighteen. And now we get to it. <laughs> adulthood or envoy. Um, you know, I was looking through like your early career, and there were a couple of titles where. It, you like competed a little bit, didn't look like uh you know a ton, and I was surprised when I looked back at some stuff. I forgot that you got like top six at MLG Worlds in AW with Ken. I like yeah. totally like I forgot that was a thing entirely until I was looking through stats. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, so my first COD like competitive COD was Ghost. I've been playing since like COD two, COD three. First competitive COD was Ghost. Played wagers some 2Ks and stuff, you know how that goes, but I, first COD, like, I was getting slammed, whatever. <laughs> then AW, like, came around, and, like, I was actually, like, a lot better, and, like, kind of, like, worked my way up, even though I was playing lacrosse in high school, and, like, He's my schedule was all weird, like, not not then, not then, no, oh, that was okay. afterwards, but that was BO3, but, yeah, then we got, you know, I got, like, top 20, or I got into season 3 relegation, and got DFR'd by Optic Nation and 3's Up, um to qualify for the league and then i got top 20 at dallas top then i joined justice with ken spacely assault we got top 12 and then top six 
and my ego was just inflated there, like just inflated for sure. Um, that's where you kind of like you saw like the what Ken was talking about, like back in the day, like we hate each other because my ego was massive and I was just horrible. Like looking back, I was like so bad. I just literally online, I was like 40 and 40, you know, 50 and 40 sometimes. But because AW is a mixy game, you know, you get yeah, a compound yeah. hard point, 90 engagements. It was something you could do. But then I go to land. And it was like, OK, well, this kid's good at search. Like I was really good at search. I was double digits every time. But because I played so many tournaments, but I could not go pause and respawn to save my life. And there's some VODs you can go watch. Our names are all messed up, but because of like the old accounts, but I was just getting slammed. So it was like, I had this ego, but it wasn't justified. And then that led into my bad years of, you know, keyboarding and, and doing that. But in the time, there was a lot of lessons learned. And I feel like I played three years of S&D, which for at least my era of like players, I like, all the good S and D kids from that time are now in the league. And there's a, there's a couple of few that like got in and then like, like kind of like ditched out or got weeded out. But it makes crazy sense. how the errors go. Like, I feel like there wasn't like a big S and D scene maybe way back in the day, but then like ghosts, AW, BO3, it was popping. Yeah, and now all those kids are, yeah, all those kids are in the league now. Everyone's in the league. And now, nowadays there's no S and D tournaments why you probably like got away with as much as you did too because i forgot that you competed a little bit got top six so you were yeah. crying during those times and everyone was like eh, no 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 he doesn't like he was on land playing like the problem was i could just still like like bro it's not like i'm i oh yeah like i'm gonna switch to a controller and just like all right well i've done this for my whole life still right but the keyboard's a good advantage <laughs> like i mean yeah, no, you're not wrong so then when you got top six so then how many years did you have to wait to turn 18 like after that like three so this is 2015, 2015, and then uh, I'm born in January. So as soon as the new year comes around, I turn 18 uh -huh. um, in World War II. And that was, like I said, it was super, super ego inflated going into my like underage years, I guess you could call them. And then or World War II came around. I turned 18 mid-year, not mid-year, but like two months in. Mm -hmm. And that game was all about pro points from like what people told me like to play. And like there was like those, those leagues. They had leagues, right? There was a league in every yeah. region. Yes. And no one wanted to pick me up because I was like, no pro points. Like, obviously, I cheated. <laughs> and yeah. um, it was just really bad. So I got on some really, like, really bad teams that I thought I could, like, make work. And ultimately, we just went to land and we were getting, I got top 48 and top 80. Like, when I, when I got top 80, I lost to, like, Remy in, like, winners round three and then someone else in losers. I want to say, like, a Spanish team or something. And then. The other event I got top 48, I lost to Tom Gravity in losers and a European team in winners. Image. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it was it was like humbling, I think. And that after that, it was just kind of like, well, I can't go to Birmingham because I didn't have a passport. And I was just like, all right, well, no. And then I got banned. And I got banned after that because we got into a 2K and I just had formed a team with like Mock. Um, Darian and Atura, and we got huh. second in the 2K. We lost to Haggy's team, Ghost, in finals. Round 11, map five of finals. We're getting it's a 3v3 on te USS Texas, and we get Ninja Diffused on. I'm dead. I'm like, bro, I've got, I'm getting costed, right? But we got second in the 2K. You get paid out a little bit of money, so they start investigating my account. And this, this account, though, you know, it's oh, not oh, me. No. It's not me. So I end up getting banned uh, for that. <laughs> And I had to get, I had to wait until BO4 
to like play again. I got banned for like six months, and that was hell. That was super yeah. hell. Yeah, because you're um, making your way up finally, and then you're like, you gotta be kidding me. Like this. Really yeah. You, you I was like three I, years. I thought I was clear. <laughs> yeah, you, you thought you were past it, and they did some investing. That's crazy. Like and, finding uh, old tweets, dude. Just like. <laughs> just got just got competent to the mlg like man like you weren't the only person that had that but that was like i feel like when people got hit by that it was like the death sentence in the sense of like yeah. they didn't usually get reversed ever like it just you, you were banned deal deal with like whatever amount of time like it is a year for a lot of yeah, no yeah like but the default time. the default is a year so i would have been banned till mid bo4 but they had this thing where you can admit guilt so here I am on my hands and knees. I did it. I did it. Yeah, I did it. So, yeah, got the jury. It was. It was me. I am guilty. I am guilty. And then I was so luckily the the ban got reduced to six months, and then I was uh like there to play at the very start of BO4 because I needed I needed something. I needed to be able to play the first 2K, and not fall behind in points. That was like the main, obviously the main goal every year. But like for me, after going through three years of that, and then screwing myself in War Two technically because of the ban, I was like, bro, I gotta. Like, this has to work. Like, this is all or nothing. So I was working a part-time job uh, at the park district, like, lining baseball fields, like, maintaining soccer fields and stuff like that. And that was going into the PLQ for BO4. Okay. And then once we went to the PLQ, like, I guess the rest is history there. But, um, well, I guess there's some stuff before then, too. Like, Vegas happened. I got top 40. I lost to E6 and Heretics. But I was, like, just like what I did at the PLQ, I was frying. I kind of had the meta, like, in my hands the like teams recognized so i had like a couple of offers to join for the plq yeah and this is with uh this is where midnight joins right so yeah midnight joins that's where uh, he started to exist for me that's just like yeah, as a yeah. caster when he was on my radar is that that midnight team because that was like one of the few so there's not a lot of like cinderella stories like usually the the big teams win the big players win like no names don't usually like qualify that's one like in my memory where it was sort of like a holy fuck like they kind of they kind of made some noise insane. and That's then the whole team like fell apart it. right heretics made it yeah uh, well, that overtime team that french team yeah oh yeah um the team fell apart didn't like didn't like this i, I, I thought they got rid of like all the players and kept one or some shit didn't they like well, what something happened you're saying what they got the spot like back then is when the org on the spot i thought the org like got the spot and fucked all the players or some shit oh yeah for, for my team you're saying for midnight yeah yeah, they just they they wanted to like drop my whole team and build around big name players and I'm like, "All right, well, we're we're literally the best team in the league. What do you mean?" Like I'm, I'm obviously like, "Bro, we're we're new to the league. Like, we'll probably people will probably catch up with their talent and stuff." Just like the rule changes, I'm pretty sure. Like this situation was a big deal when it happened. I remember like people freaking out. Yeah, we basically like went to the league and just like asked for or like uh, I don't even know what's like what it's called like sanction or like whatever to like to let them like make the call for us of like you guys can leave like no penalties like forget the roster rules of like you got to keep two your players like wherever you guys want to go you guys go and that was just tough like ultimately like I ended up in a good spot um, and I feel so bad for like my teammates that like did for a little bit and then didn't because of ultimately like what happened with midnight but. It's just like it's insane, like the shock we made coming to the scene, and then like just hearing that, like, all right, well, we want big name players on our team. Let's drop everyone. And I'm like, all right, well, now I want out. Now I'm gone. Now I'm on it. <laughs> now I'm gone, and everyone else is too. Yeah, yeah maybe February at the time. What was this? I thought it was like you, Parzelian, Llama, Jet Li, 
and Brack, yeah, and then Aturo is our coach. Aturo is your coach, okay. So then, and then after that, you joined Genji, which that was uh, you, Major Naga, Fin Havoc, and Mox, and you guys were. I mean, you guys had some what two two second places or one two two seconds. Um, first in our division, right? You would have you would have won another event or something. If I remember right. Dude, that was like one of the biggest heartbreaks ever. Didn't no cap. Yeah. I I just I my brain's a weird thing where I remember like random little moments that were just annoyingly a big deal, and I remember that like derailed the tournament massively, and it was just like a yeah, Mox like just didn't have a backup controller, but it was also like the start of a hard point or something. If I remember. Yeah, we won the first series perfectly fine. We went backstage, and came back controller was just busted like i don't know and then here i am right i'm frying the whole term i've been frying the whole year we're at finals before champs or whatever and his controller's busting next to me he keeps he's played like with the bumpers and the uh, triggers so he just goes okay my bumpers are messed up or my triggers are messed up switch to my bumpers like so he switched to it mid hard point going back i would have told i would have put my controller down stood up off the stage like yo End this game right now, knowing what I know yeah. now. That's why I was but, fucking pissed off because I heard he was making this big deal on social, but then I heard that like he was having issues with the controller before the match. I'm like, come the fuck on. Like if you're having issues with a controller already, like you gotta get another controller. Well, it's because we won the first best of five. That's why. Yeah, we won yeah. the first best of five and then went backstage and then the controller issues happened. Mm-hmm. And so he's switching his settings next to me. So he's he couldn't shoot at first or aim in. So he switched it, and now he can aim in and shoot, but he can't stim. And that's like a key thing of Black Ops 4. I'm like, you can't stim. I'm like, you can't stim. Like, what the hell? So I'm dropping a .7 looking at him the whole time next to me. Like, is your controller working yet? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious, though, because, like, you know, coming onto the scene, you've obviously had your moments. But, like, this, I guess what about, like, Black Ops 4 just kind of, like, made sense in your mind? Because, I mean, you were, like, insane on this roster. Like, I mean, I, I, yeah, you were, like, key SOG players who you were you were gross from the start to finish. I guess just like what kind of clicked with you like with this game. Yeah, I think the I think the big thing is just like being 5v5, no one had like an idea how to play. And I feel like my midnight team, like and even the teams I was on beforehand is just like I figured out really early, I feel like how you should like ideally you should play. Um and make it impossible for teams of like running through doorways. And I think you see it a lot now, like through the CDL era of like these teams that are winning have orchestrated strategies of like how you want to hold hills, like getting the best ideal spots possible. And in Black Ops 4 with the stim, the shoulder peeking, the, the specialists, you could bro, you could put yourself in the spots to 1v2 people all the time or, you know, like hold down a lane just by yourself or by so much time. So um, I just, just like the idea about it, like really kind of like set myself up for like the coming years. And I still think about COD like the same. Um, you talk to all my coaches, like, I feel like it's really important to, like, refer back on, like, other games you know, or, like, you know, years beforehand. Obviously, with Thieves, I was here for two years. We won champs before, so it was really easy to go, all right, well, what did we do last year that worked so well, you know? And I've kind of carried that through of, like, that same thought process throughout the time. New spawns, no red dots, get fucked. Yeah, I get get screwed, but... (laughs) Honestly, the big thing is, too, is that game, it was, uh, you know, I was a battery character, you know, God bless in that sense, um, but... Well, shot punch too. I feel like you were shot really punch was god like yeah. Huge. Also the, the I was just like more of a slayer sub back then. Like oh, I yeah. probably wasn't making all the right plays or doing like you know what's ideal. Or, you know like my mindset has changed I guess in that sense a little bit. But I was just I was your slow sub. Get every kill I can in the book. Don't matter if I'm making the wrong play right bat like the wrong play right play like just sit there and kill. 
Well, and I now it's kind of do it all. Five. It was like, yeah. it's just different. The, the map was just, there was obviously more people. Like it was tougher to, you just kind of had to have someone to be annoying and piss people off. <laughs> yeah, gunfights were everywhere too. And yeah, it's my ratty play style. I'm just like a firm believer of like the buying time and, you know, the kills will come to you, bro. Like, I mean, I think FaZe has set like a perfect example. Like, bro, not only like they have obviously some of the best gun skill, they're the hardest kills. The cell is the the hardest kill on the map, like most most of the time. And if he's not, they're probably getting like not getting the results they want, you know. And like Abe, he's all in your face. Simp, he's he's always got his gun up. Like they set up a, a good example of, I feel like how COD should be played, like ideally. Some sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. I think yeah. They, they obviously they had their struggles. Sure, but, like everyone has their struggles, but. Um, I think it's a good base. Wait, Joe, real quick though, like it's it's interesting you said that because you're totally right. But like, I when I think of like Envoy and when he became like the guy and like a phenomenal talent for me, like I I picture instantly before you were talking about Black Ops Four, like I think of like Petrel, MW twenty nineteen, like just some fucking route this guy found on Petrel where he gets behind three people. Well, that's what we saw it over and over again. Like I, I just don't. I'm just saying, like for me, like that moment for him, that like a coming of Christ, like Envoy's the best. He's amazing playmaker. Blah 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 blah. It's like 20, MW, but like you know, you're right. I like, forgot how disgusting he was. Yeah, in Black Ops Four. Yeah, I'm telling you, Bo4. I never had been more gassed when they got the damage leaderboard up at the end of the day of the pro league or the the, 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 the Friday, Saturday, one. Sunday, and I'm number one. And I'm gassed. I'm yeah. I'm laying down damage like. Bro, that, that was the best time. The square root of EKIA and how many kills I had, though. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, you have sort of thieves in, in you know, E United headlining that. But outside of it, like, like sort of his story was probably a top three, top four sort of storyline throughout the year. Like, for sure. Like, yeah. And how he was playing. It was so much different. It just felt like he understood 5v5 a lot more than everyone else in those teams. Uh, and they were hyped up going into champs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Until a certain point. Obviously, a really yeah. good year, but... What Maybe happened? the biggest disappointment at champs. You guys end up finishing. You guys are a top two team. You guys get Wait, top thirty-two in groups. Just a probably them or day. Optic. Uh, what yeah. year did Optic well, get knocked on groups? Was that those uh, were too? I mean, they two. were the best though too. Like these guys were. That's true. I feel like we just had like top two going in. Yeah, that probably is like the biggest. Not to rub it in, but that probably is like the biggest disappointment ever. Like you're talking top two team knocking out. Yeah. Pro yeah. Probably. I mean. Uh, like I was kind of sitting there alluding to, bro, literally all throughout BO4, I think I was like a 1.2 or 1.1 to 1.3 permanently. Champs at BO4, if you look at the stats, I'm like a 0.7 and like in day. groups and just a really bad day. I also like Bruce kind of touched on it and like their little, little podcast thing that they did. I seen a clip about it, but like we also got back to back seconds in like it kind of messes with your brain of like, all right, just do the same thing again. You know, like, but let's let's win this time. Don't don't get second again, but let's win this time and get well, there. It's work for most teams, kind of like the event right before. You know, you see them follow it up, like we just saw with every yeah. fucking year. So you're typically that just works. Like not to make adjustments and sort of learn from that. It's sort of like we were right there. Let's just not actually because yeah, because it was playoffs. Like Mox's controller broke. We three out at United in the series beforehand in the most dominant way I've ever beat. Like we beat Hunt T at Worlds. Or not worlds, but finals. Yeah, we had we hadn't beat them all year. We we're like, all right, we, we we found like what we need to find. And then even before that, we got second at Anaheim, and we dropped the Naga, and then went four and zero in the pro league with space. Your mindset going it was like keep doing our thing, though, right? Yeah, yeah we're we're fine. We're, well, we're I think it's the right mindset, though. Honestly, yeah, like that's what... I think. 
I, I think hands down, like in that year, there was no team like us United 100T. I would put yeah. everyone else on like a way far behind like thing. So we're like, okay, like it, it seems like super cocky, but like it's just like it's like human nature to an extent. Like, bro, it's just like you're gonna think like that. Like, you, we 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 went to MW2 this year, and we're like, all right, like we won champs last year. Like, we had preseason meetings and shit. Like, that doesn't mean shit now. Like, you know, the champs Vanguard win means nothing. Like, do we get to yeah. restart all over again this year? But like human nature, bro, there's some things you just can't change. Like, yeah. like, bro, in 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 Vanguard. Sorry, to cut you off, Clint. No, no, but you're good, in, you're good, you're good. in Vanguard, I can't tell you how heated we were at each other every single day. That like we were just so ass like we're like we were so mid you know what i'm saying for the first half of the season we're like bro we should not be mid like we're doing better in scrims like but we can't put it to fucking together and so mw2 we're not raging at each other anymore which is good it's good for like the you know the vibes part but like we're also like all right just do what we did last year like let's just add some more stuff from what we did last year like let's, let's go revisit these concepts and we know we can do it we've done it before right but but like it's ultimately like the execution like how do you get there and i feel like that was a big part your point i think that's where a lot of teams and we talked about the champs curse that's where a lot of teams look to add someone or drop someone because that's what adding another person normally did for a team it was just a fresh slate like, yeah so i, I don't think these saying. things are comparable though really like in the sense of like having a playoff and then a couple weeks later champs is a lot different than going into another title after winning champs like Definitely. i think the whole like keep doing what we're doing has worked for most teams that have yeah, like, maybe he's just won. saying like but, but no, I, they should have done some things i was gonna and... say it was less that mentality probably more just overconfidence they were just cocky yeah like yeah it was less like keep doing what we're we doing are. probably more like we're fine <laughs> like we're frying yeah, like no, it was yeah, no more so. we also yeah it's groups dude who the fuck loses in groups like that yeah, we're number one we're number one seed in groups and stuff yeah definitely that also like we had our boot camp beforehand too at the gen g facilities and there's that uh you guys definitely know we 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 got like we won like five maps at our boot camp like definitely like not going not doing to the level like we expect and online actually all of our boot camps were like really bad but online like obviously we were really really good and usually at land we were very solid yeah. too so um it's just like this weird it just added everything bad going our way like the second place, I feel like we could have won the, the event before. Our boot camp was just abysmally bad. And then we're also, like I said, also the back-to-back -back seconds. Like, it messes with your head and the fact that, all right, just keep doing what you're doing. And we didn't, like, improve at all or refresh. And, you know, these AM teams have all the VOD in the world on you. Like, not they should never beat us. They should never beat us. That's not the thing. I had a really bad day. Some other people probably had a bad day, too. Um, but sometimes the things just go against you. It happens. It is interesting, though, with, like, the whole boot camp thing, because that's happened to multiple teams where sort of someone's just gotten smoked, and it just ruins the vibes going into, the, the like, that event. Or the yeah. opposite. It's sort of, like, for us, like, this was, like, 2014 Envy. Our boot camp was awful. We got, like, smoked by TCM, and we changed literally everything, and it worked. We were just like, fuck it. Yeah. Throw everything out of the uh, out, like, and it worked. Where, like, if you're a really good team, you're probably not going to do that, but you can tell something is off and maybe you just can't fix it. Yeah. Just sort of, it's, it's screwed at that point, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm a uh, curiosity. Who's like your, your like vocal leader. Who's like kind of a leader on that team? Uh, probably me and Mike major. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always been more of a vocal person outside of the game. 
Bo4 is probably my most vocal in-game, but more of like a try to lead practice as much as like I can. And when we get to the game, like everyone know what they you know know what they need to do. Sometimes like if the vocal like leader, the kind of in-game general is getting choke slammed, that that can just things can dissolve real quick because it just becomes harder to sort of be that guy. So I was just curious like who who's kind of handling that. Um, well, let's. So you you have you have that year. Um, I mean. It's your breakout year, right? Yes, champs sucks, but like you, you put yourself on the map as a as, as an absolute beast. Um, good enough that I mean at the time just to make the comparison, like sort of like Pred was the young player, the hot commodity to go to optic. That's kind of what you were at the time. You were, you were, were a hot piece. You, you were the, yeah. you, you were, and not to discount your abilities now, you've been consistent as fuck and you're a monster, but like you get it. Like you were you were the up and coming thing. And you know, you you make this jump. Optic Chicago. It's like after all the after all the bullshit and the online years and the keyboarding and the struggles, this had to be a pretty uh pretty pretty proud moment for you, I imagine. Oh yeah, uh, I think uh, after champs, I got last, and I stayed at an Airbnb with like a BZ and Alec and stuff going into franchising. So I was scheming the whole time. I'm like, yo, Alec, like you're you're world champion, bro. Like, bro, if your team doesn't stick, like I'm trying to team, like whatever. I still yeah. have like really you're good stock. It like a Waffle House, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But bro, my stock was like, regardless of chance, my stock I feel like was still like really good because of like what I proved throughout like yeah, majority yeah. of the season. Um, but so I was like trying to cling on to Alec. I'm like, bro, like. Just take me wherever you want to go. So originally it was Seattle, um, and then that kind of like wasn't in our best interest. And then the optic thing came on the table, and I'm like, bro, how are y'all last in roster mania to try to do something? Like everyone else got their teams picked. Out. How are you guys last? But you know, they're obviously doing all their stuff in the back end with Huntsman, um, NRG, whatever it may be. My brain uh, was shit. It was cool like for the time being. <laughs> you didn't like? I thought it was all right. Fucking thought it was ass. I remember we like ranked them. Like I, I thought, I thought. Surge was so cool, and like we went through some of them. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I was like, this was so all used to like optic. This was all Hector's like West Ham United thing. I saw, I saw, I, I, yeah, Huntsman yeah. saw an axe. I'm like, what are we doing? Are we chopping fucking wood, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. The team was good. The team was good. Yeah. Um, you guys win London to start, uh, but then obviously COVID happens. I, I for you, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, do you see? I got hoed, bro. Yeah. I, I, no, 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 no. I see it as a success for, like, on a personal level. Um, I feel like, like I didn't do my, like, best of, like, I guess, like, like, what you see more people do now, like, of streaming and stuff. Like, I was so tied up and, like, trying to win. Like, tr like I just came off, like, a, a good BO4 year, but, like, where I won nothing. And we started the year winning London, but, like, FaZe wasn't there. You know, they had that weird eight-team tournament thing, so. Here was a circus, bro, like. Yeah, it was just like a trial and error type thing that I wish we didn't have to go through. But the COVID thing really screwed us, bro, because like I give credit to all the players now like that are on Dallas and stuff. But, bro, they were uh, unbelievably good online. And like when we went to land those the, that one time, two times, whatever it was, it was absolute slammage. And like I said, I give them all the credit now. Like we yeah. could go back now and, it, and I could be completely wrong. We could lose on land to them. But like... I'm with some of the all-time greats, and we're land gods, <laughs> and then we're playing online from our yeah, apartments. I think winning London probably really screwed with you guys' head. And then what? Matt lived in LA till like the end of the year. 
Were you in yeah. Dallas at the time yet? Or no? Yeah, we were all in Dallas. So okay, except for Matt. Okay, yeah, except for Matt. Matt. Though has some of the weirdest internet of all time. He's a yeah, that guy's got like so, FBI net. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I never forget playing Halo against him. I'm like, what is this guy doing to me on the no, West but obviously Coast? Got to a point because he he made his way to Dallas. So if, yeah. if you could tell it affect the mental where he was like, I gotta get that. Nah, he didn't. I don't think. Well, he made in Cold War. In Cold War, he oh, did. Oh, that's where it was. Okay. Yeah, in MW, in MW, he was not there. In Cold War, we kind of like forced him to come. Um, just put in a fat lipper and just ride it home. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, we we just got. I feel like we got so screwed on the fact that like it was just all online. Everyone was online, obviously. Like that's not like the excuse. Like you still got to try to win. But you know the whole server thing. Like you could veto servers. Like I played Dallas online and Rainbow Ray is vetoing the Dallas server versus us, and I'm like, bro, are you serious? Like, <laughs> you you don't. You don't want to play on five ping. You want to play on twenty. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Those <laughs> rules and head. like, listen. I, I usually will be someone to say like, online sucks, but for the most part, results are pretty consistent. And like, I don't care if you're playing on thirty ping or fifty ping. Like, that's not usually going to decide if you win or lose. But there were legitimate like problems with the servers. People were free. You were, we were watching them freeze, just running around like skipping. Like that. That that's the only year I can think of. That's like like DDoS and shit. Where like. We were just watching his commentators and be like, this is fucking horrible. Yeah, the whole optic thing at Champs with Ken. We're getting messaged by our production people like, don't talk about the lag. I'm like, motherfucker, I am watching them teleport around. Like, what What do you mean don't talk about it? Yeah, like, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it's I, definitely I tricky for y'all. Sometimes. Like, don't bring, don't bring it up. Don't, don't spotlight it. I'm like, what? Well, he can't play. I, and I, I think you probably had one of the, like, it's not an excuse, but I think for the vets, everyone's just like, this is online, this is BS. And you pro- this team, with Alec coming off a world championship, you then have Scump and Formal, and yeah. their success. And Pierce has got this, three MVPs two years beforehand. Like. Yeah, you have Pierce before you have Preston on in the squad. Like, this is maybe one of the worst scenarios for this is as online BS, like, no doubt about it, Literally. every single day. And like I said, I'm the, I'm the guy in practice. Relationship at that point. All right, go ahead. Finish, finish oh. your thought. I still had a question. Uh, they were good. They were good then. They obviously like made up and up and down. Holy they, fuck. they they realized like they they just wanted to team together again and like yeah. try to do what they did before. But um, now I freaking forgot you what I was going to say. You were the kind of guy in practice. Oh that. yeah. Um, that's just like you know online whatever. Like we're still here to fry. Like we're gonna fry. Like who? I don't give a damn. That's online. It's my second year out here. Like we're gonna we're gonna fry regardless. That's the last thing I want to hear. And here I am trying to tell you know. These guys that, bro, stop complaining about online, bro. Stop complaining, please. Yeah. And and also, it just sucks, too, because we won London, yeah, and then we went to Atlanta, and we got reverse swept by Florida, you know, pressing, like, the infamous, like, pressing and Alex series. Oh, I forgot you guys were there. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, what, everybody was talking about you playing FaZe. And I, Florida's I been an optics online. cheeks for a yeah. long time, bro. It's been going on. It started that year. I forgot about yeah. that, dude. Oh, yeah, Joe and I casted a lot of Florida upsets, and the crowd was not making a lot of noise. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that was tough, and I was like, "Dang, now we're going, now we're going back that, or now we're going to online." Like that's the end of the the season, basically. Um, I assume I, I don't, I don't even remember if anyone saw it. Like the whole Preston for gunless thing was this just a vibes thing for you guys, like the squad? I don't even. I don't remember um, time. yeah, me and Pierce had a disagreement. Uh, I feel like the contract thing too. Maybe right? wasn't he cheap as shit compared to gunless at the time? Yeah, but oh. Pierce stayed on the stayed on the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. in the team regardless um but yeah it's just like kind of like you're saying like a fresh star uh, adding another fast sub obviously me and seth are like relatively slow for the most part and adding another sub any of us can pull out a third ar 
you know like yeah now, the medis- now it's like we just won a world championship together like i need my brother back like i'm sure yeah yeah exactly so it was kind of a no-brainer and like i think preston wanted off florida or i don't know how it all went down but um it just made sense we had a couple bad home series and then we got preston the first home series back we won like the seattle one but then again no phase no dallas at that one i played like a london in finals and no disrespect no disrespect for them but yeah i was good for me good for me uh you guys had the crazy sort of uh optic um optic versus chicago series uh you guys win that one in a game five round 11 uh and then you guys Get third. Who who'd you guys lose to? Was it Optic or Phase in Dallas? We lost to Phase. We we lost to Phase. Riley haunts us like, or haunts me. Um, we lost to them in winners and losers. Winners game five, and then yeah, you guys lost in a four game series on losers. Yeah. Yeah, and in game five of winners, we played Ramaza S and D, I believe. Mm-hmm. One of the rounds, Matt almost won v two versus BZ. I think that was the last round of the game. Another round, I threw, like, in a man-up situation. But one round that stuck out to me is Preston on Ramaza defense. I, like, ran up mid-map. I got a first blood. And I told Preston and Nate above me. Mm-hmm. And I was going to double Nate it with him. And I naded his shit missed. It just landed on my head and killed me. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> and uh, that was, like, my vivid memory of, of that series first phase. It was getting naded by Preston. But I, I love Preston. Yeah, I think it's I mean, on a complete tangent real quick. Yeah. You guys go into the broadcast chat and open that link. Okay. I just broadcast. had to go look at it. Someday I want to watch it. Just click on that. I, I I want to remember how bad it was. So I went to the beginning of that year and I was watching all the third person and no mini map on the screen and what the fucking dickhead production team wanted to do. I'm watching this and just want to die. Now the big yeah. thing that got me was the zero oh. zero at the top. Zero zero of what? The whole time. <laughs> No mini yeah. map. Like, what am I watching? Yeah, I don't know. It was. Uh, it was okay. Anyway, oh, I, we gotta have. We gotta go back and watch all that one time. Just and like literally, just watch it live and chat about it. But I like. I brought that up because we were. I, I just thinking of that first launch weekend with you guys and winning it and stuff and remember that circus. Anyway, uh, back to what you were talking about. I just had to vent. Thank you. Oh, good. Now we have the whole free cams and stuff too. The free cams are sick. Oh no, it's 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 yeah. improved drastically. I'll just yeah. never never forget those fun arguments. Uh, you guys finished third. I'm sure in your guys' mind, it's probably uh, if this was on land, probably goes differently. But I think it's still, I think looking back at it, probably a relatively successful year. Yeah. For you guys, better than my, better than my year before. And True. I think, uh, yeah, obviously we 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 all set ourselves. We go to land way different, but Dallas. I feel like the way the top three played out is like, you hate to admit this is better, but like that's how it should have played out. Like Dallas was far ahead of us in phase. In my, at least in my head, okay. um, yeah. Point, yeah. Obviously, like, bro, uh, any given day we can beat each other, but but like, they're they're locking doors. They're you know, Dallas is doing everything ratty, wall banging from across the map. Like, they had it then, figured out. Yeah. Um, you guys moved to Cold War, and I, uh, we moved to Cold War, and then we moved to four v four. I guess for you guys, um, was there any sort of discussion at all, like? with the roster with letting Alec go like was there any other options or was this sort of like all right Alex did you know things. what you were creating did you know what you were creating at the time like <laughs> nah, freaking, we were like oh my god <laughs> I knew we knew what we were creating but like ultimately I feel like you just can't like 
yeah. I don't know. That's up to that's up to Hector, and you yeah, know, Hector said he wasn't going to keep him prisoner. And I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I respect it too. Well, I guess before that, I wasn't sure if like there was a, an option of them <laughs> them keeping Alec. I didn't I didn't know. Yeah. There's nothing worse than playing with someone that doesn't want to sit there and play with you every day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when you have a teammate that just isn't invested as much as you, and you never wanted to get to that point. So I was fine with that. Um, the main two options were were uh, obviously Bruce and Preston. That was like our two options going into the season. Okay. Priesta. Um, obviously went with Bruce and like, we're, I mean, ranking wise, we're like a solid squad, but no, hundred percent. Uh, I think this is a, I mean, this year in general, I feel like everything that could go wrong for you guys felt like it did like yeah. the lineups. Um, I think you guys had chances to win tournaments or at least get like top two, top threes in or like top twos, like get to the finals, you get to the finals, you guys have a best of nine. Like I still get to say, like, who play. knows no. if Opti gets to the final. It's just you guys never did this year. Like you never yeah. got there. That's why like I tell some people like this is kinda like the, I guess like the low point of like my career because at least all the other like years I maybe I didn't win. Or like MW is there some home series and like this year we finally got to go back to land, but bro, we didn't we make a final. We had some like you said, heartbreaking losses. The Lamar one B three was insane. And, bro, after that, I walked around, like, the Hex Quarters building at least 10 times. I'm not even trolling you. Walked outside, my hands up. Or were you one of you the dead I was one? dead. I died first. Oh, and they're God. like, dude, I'm, like, costed. I'm reading all the Bro. <laughs> bro, what? I, I didn't know what happened in the moment, bro. I was like, what the? I just looked at the kill feed. Sometimes in those moments as a commentator, like, it's so hard to track it all so fast. You just look at the kill feed, and I saw accuracy, oh, accuracy, guys, accuracy. Did you know what happened until, like, no, none of, none of us really did. None of us really did. You know what anyone did. Yeah, now, looking back, I was, again, like, oh, my, looking back, I was like, bro, like, we're literally known for just chowing, and, like, we all die in a corner. <laughs> this is the worst way to go out. This is the, the, by far the worst way to go out of... Um, do you feel a lot of pressure, like just considering, you know, before this was the dynasty team, the optic dynasty, you guys are kind of going through it a bit, really up and down. Like, I feel like Scump and Formal had to have been head cases to some degree. There's no way, like, someone with that pedigree wasn't at that point, and you were kind of like the new guy. Like, did you feel like a lot of pressure kind of keep just heads on straight at points? Uh, maybe. I feel like it got bad towards the end of the year when you kind of like realized that like Matt was like a bit checked out, or like kind of saying of that Matt. Like he's trying to he's trying to play for the team, and I'm like, bro, stop playing for the team, Matt. Like, I need champs. I need IW yeah. champs formal. Like, I need a 1.7. Motherfucker, bro. Always his best when he was just the cockiest guy on the planet. Yeah, so it's just it weird. It's tough because it, it was like this. You had these crazy sporadic games, and then you went to a very, like, yeah, like, it's just solid slow pace. If you fucked up, you, you screwed your team. So that's yeah. probably what it was. It's like, I'm sure a guy like him who wants to chow, maybe then it was, do I chow this? Do I not chow this? Do I hold this spawn? Because if you didn't make the right play at the moment, you could potentially lose your team the game. And you guys were going through all of these matches, these heartbreaking losses where one small thing was, was screwing with you guys. So I'm sure a lot of the stuff in game, you were probably second guessing. Well, maybe not you, but you know, maybe yeah. someone like him. 100%. I think... I kind of related to like I, I can't believe I have two. I'm 23 right now, about to turn 24 in this next season. I can't believe I have two scenarios where I, I have formal and octane retiring, and then like I can relate them somehow. And the fact that it's just like you kind like you can understand like the the personality change or like the the day to day change in practice of like like something is going on with them. And the fact that maybe they don't want to be here as much or like you know, not saying I can't speak for them. But like in the back of my head, 
you know, when you put that thought in your head, yo, I'm going to retire after this year. That's a bad thought to have, like, on a team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if your teammates figure out about that or... What you talked about, sort of yelling at each other, like, you guys weren't doing that, then... Yeah, that like... I played into it. This was sort of passion going into that practice. Yeah, that, like I said, I don't want to speak for them, but, like, you can yeah. tell when someone's checked out or, like, uh, figure that, like, I tip it to anyone that's played, like, this long. It's It's hard to sit there and give it your all in practice every day. And sit in this chair for ten years, what however however long it may be, you know. So I tip you guys for playing these last couple of titles. Yeah, I really do. I sit there and commentate and watch this mini map in Newcastle. Clint, I want to die, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. like it, yeah, that's another. But the map, the sure. map thing though, like I think I think he just lost his chip on his shoulder because like when he came over from Halo, like dude, I've never like the first like big event, like I remember yelling at Clay at a bar. They're both drunk. He calls him like a dog shit pussy. Like he's going at Clay like his first tournament like yeah. the, it, he was you know a lot of a lot of That's the players was, a lot of the players when he came over i remember like nestled all these guys like he's no way he's gonna be good you can't come over this quickly like he had this chip on his shoulder then he like did it all won it all i remember just having a combo with him we're like he's sort of ready for the next challenge like i think he just saw that challenge is done yeah and, and now like, he's you feel that way it's sort of yeah it's whatever at that point. Yeah. yeah. Like you're just trying to do your best. But now you see Matt, Matt's still fierce competitor, easily frying in Halo. They want to like the three P win a championship, I wouldn't even like be surprised. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and also like I'm not like obviously I main like mained the topic around like I guess them on like that year. But like it was also my worst year by far. Um like on an individual performance. Four V four to five V five change. You know, maybe I do a lot for them though that's what i how I picture it like you have these gods on your team you were probably trying to just like do too much be that guy a little kind of going back to what i talked about at the beginning of the roles thing i feel like we have two slow ars and two slow subs like and i feel like gotcha. our time like our pacing yeah. could be off and just a lot of like uncertainty at least from my standpoint i feel like obviously i'm playing them like, or most people are playing at their best when they're just relying on instincts or you know going off gut feeling and i feel like that year i just kind of got in my head a little bit of like how i want to play the game um maybe because of the 4v4 sub like i'm not saying I'm not trying to yeah. downplay him but it is probably a different challenge versus your traditional setup to, like play alongside a sub like that because he's i did one of the only people that's just, just, I don't know. Well, I'll say Seth, Seth pulls one like, v twos out of his ass like it's nothing. Oh, and he's, I, a I, he's a god. Yeah, I mean, like he's not really yeah. a traditional. Like he's similarly simp in the sense, like yeah, so he's always gun ready. Like he has great awareness and yeah, yeah. But so you can't say anything bad as Seth. Role, it's it's like the second guy. You're like, where do I go? Okay, I'm gonna hit this type thing and it yeah, mess yeah. with the pacing and whatnot for sure. And I've alluded to too that like. uh throughout my career i feel like i've played a vast majority of roles like mm-hmm. i can be the entry like as mo- most people talk about me like this too is like i can be the entry sub i can be the slow sub i can be the, the i guess you slayer sub kill horse sub whatever it may be yeah. uh, like i wasn't before just go for kills and that's it but like that year i think was like, a big like lesson year for me of like how i need to play the game or like how i need to like think about the game i guess in a 4v4 difference and identify like what i work best in you know it's kind of like before i was kind of just like run around do whatever i want in 5v5 and just get kills and if i got kills it all worked out and now it's 4v4 a lot more punishing a lot less trades if i do some solo shit um or is a rude awakening for i think just a reminder of what kind of can be at its base like 
Yeah, yeah that's what it's I was going to say. As, as much as it was the 4v4 versus 5v5, but you went from squad spawns and, you know, to this. Like, it was just, I'm sure it's difficult. Like, we then go to next, the, the following, like, which is Vanguard. And we've had guests on, and they were literally, we've had guests who were like, we as a team had no fucking clue what to do. Like, we would yeah. go over practice and not have an idea. We tried this, we tried that, nothing worked. Like, yeah, sometimes you could just have those years with a with a squad. It, and on those on boys like hero plays and routes, like those could just fuck you. <laughs> like whereas, whereas in MW, it's like ah, oh, whatever. Do there's four other guys. Like I might catch a timing here, but like in Cold War, it might just be like okay, well, uh, we actually I just flipped this out and we just lost. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a like that's just yeah, it was real punishing. That's like one of the big differences. I feel like sometimes well, why that team struggled and why I guess like phase can struggle sometimes too is like bro you have so much talent so much gun skill when it's going good it's going good teams can't go bar for bar with you but like what taught me a lot on like the la thieves team is that bro we're like kind of what my genji team did too like we weren't like obviously this team is a lot more i guess like all-star level than my genji team you know a lot more like you know, got ken and, and sam um that have been doing this for forever now but like, we're not, like, we weren't all at our peaks, but we still would figure out a way to win. Gotcha. Like, and, and make sure these kills don't always necessarily, like, are going to, like, rely for winning the game or not. Like, on the Optic team, like, the Optic Scarlet team, at least, if we're not getting kills, like, like I said, that was my worst year. Statistically, like, we're not going to win. Like, it's just, like, like yeah. we didn't look at the game on, a like, on what you guys kind of talk about as, like, the team level that, like, Toronto does or how we did this year. Uh, and that, like, that is what stands out for nowadays in the CDL is who has the best teamwork in 5v5. I think it showed a lot um, in BO4 and MW, but since then it's bro, whoever has the best teamwork, New York had the best teamwork for majority of the year. And they won the most events, you know, phase had the best teamwork in Cold War. They won the most events. We had the best teamwork in it in Vanguard, regardless of the title spawns, whatever, like we figured out the game to a T like, yeah, we won two events. It's so. like it's like different methods of success. I mean, but the dog shit spawns and how you have to play. Like, I don't think New York necessarily played traditional. Ah, they a lot of times they love, they loved hotel, which fuck that map forever. <laughs> oh, for real. But like, but like, <laughs> they 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 just they just it's just the teamwork. If you know if you're if you're all on the same page and you're coming well, you work as a unit. You can kind of deal with whatever is thrown at you. Um, as much as like. Like, as much as I'll like rag on some of these CODs, like they're kind of like harder in some ways because the unpredictability of it, like what you have to deal with and think on the fly. They're so reactive, you know, yeah. versus like old titles that, you know, it's like a skill asset itself, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like the, the teamwork is like what mitigates like, you know, a lot of like bad things that happen on a map compared to like, you know, yeah. In comparison to getting like a full 60 on a hard point where you don't use any teamwork to get out of a spawn trap compared to going 30 for 30 and you know that ultimately changes the game yeah no 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 100 percent um there's just a snake in my window that was cool sorry <laughs> i wonder i was like you taking a dick pic dude like what's going on <laughs> no, over there is it that is that big oh, yeah. <laughs> i think i got into columbus i couldn't begin to guess what you were doing honestly i just right, like, right, right, go we're going for it um so cold war uh it finishes well, yeah, you guys finished like fourth couldn't beat ultra couldn't beat ultra yeah search and destroyer was always just like not up to par with like phase and ultra and i think yeah it was a really important game mode that year um 
then sort of the envy optic merger comes into play was there any chance of you staying with optic or was it sort of like you were kind of screwed in that scenario now just what i was like saying about the pred thing like for this year of like going to yeah. optic bro you're not going to turn down picking up shots off uh you know off the two years he's had beforehand like so okay. it was a no-brainer it was funny though crim six called me about I'm like texting Seth all day, like, you know, about rosters and stuff. He was texting and then he just stopped for like 10 hours. And I'm like, all right, I know you're on your fucking phone. And all of a sudden I'm, you know, I'm double, triple texting him and Krim calls me. He's like, oh, you don't know you're dropped, bro. And I'm like, what? Grim, bro. And then, and then Hector and Seth, yo, Matt Dill, yo, meet at the right HQ. Now, get him on an episode, bro, like next week. I We have to. He's insane. The guy's He's fucking insane. insane. Well, he's like you, you don't know you're fucking dropped <laughs> yeah literally no literally that's what he said and i'm like well shit this is news to me but i mean once yeah once it happened i was like ah oh, this makes sense um whatever so yeah something uh, shit yeah. just happens that's just like kind of thing i go with like you just kind of got to go with the flow and sometimes the cards don't play out in your favor well this this did this worked out in your favor uh you joined oh, yeah. thieves we've yeah. had have we had all of your teammates on? Everyone besides Kenny, we've had on. Um, we kind of know how this year goes. Uh, I, I guess, you know, you guys start off pretty inconsistent. You've talked about the passion, like the passion that you guys were arguing with each other, but then something clicks. Um, you win major four, you go on to win champs. Uh, I am curious, was there any like big change for you from playing online, like from LA to Dallas? Like, did that take any adjustment at all or not really? definitely a little bit you can tell like sometimes you're just getting joked but for the most part that year we did like a really good job of just like shutting that shit down i was like same thing i was been saying about practice like bro we're not getting the results we want and we're complaining in practice like that's not sliding there's no way we can let that slide so like we all yeah. became into agreements like that year at least that sam got way better yeah he used to be the worst yeah the worst. so i, I try i try to help my teammates like keep a good head on their shoulders to that fence um but yeah, I mean, bro, we bro, that year was was a freaking movie, bro. So it was super, super stressful, but obviously it it super paid off. Um, best moment of my career, you know, winning champs. Uh, especially like, bro, the last two events we won were dominant. We're super, super dominant. We're literally, we're literally. I think you kind of saw it with New York too, but I mean, bro, we're literally eighty point club, like hundred point clubbing people at champs, like goes, two, three times. Like all, all sexy and goes. They figured it out, Clint. I was like. <laughs> Okay. I, then, well, you know, that I, point, I, I talked to Cap a lot. I talked to Eric yeah. a lot. So I was watching you guys scrims. I always watch you guys scrims. Like, uh, I had like an, an idea, but I saw it major four. I was just like, this is different. Like, this was just, yeah, you guys figured it out. I, I mean, I, I think I, we've asked like Sam, um, you know, we we asked Roz. I asked for you, like, when did you kind of realize like this shit is, is ours? Like, was it major four? Like, was it practice before that or? It was kind of what we showed at the Toronto major major three okay. because it like showed that like what we were working towards was working and like we just needed more time with like them on the roll swap and just a few more concepts and then Berlin control getting added was just like huge for us. That was money. Yeah. Um, so like it was just more about like like. Going into major four, we knew, like, we knew that we were like different. Like, we go from like losing to like the better teams online a bunch and saying we're from LA to like, like choke slamming teams. Like, uh, one of our jokes was that like, uh, bro, if we we play Seattle. If we lost to them, Bowcage first map of the day, we we're gonna lose every single map. And I'm telling you, like, for like a week or two straight, we'd scrim Seattle and we 
we'd beat them up okay and win every single map afterwards and i'm like bro we're different yeah i'm like bro we're different and same thing with phase like we went from just like losing to them a bunch and then beating them a bunch like in dominant ways and we're like something feels right like obviously they'd have their days with us too like yeah we scrim phase like uh like the last few years like there'd be days where they ate eight us there'd be days where we ate them and it's yeah you don't know what to think after that i'm like all right whatever i'm like all right well it's a good day it was a good day or a bad day um but yeah going into major four is when we knew yeah um, also just like i have a very important question real quick did yeah. you ever want to dick punch the ceo oh matt Dude, no, you dude. Can be I... So annoying sometimes, bro. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Dude, yeah, just, I remember dude. Matt with that Matt that year sometimes, dude. Just like the clips, or like he'd say, like he just seemed well, no, like Cold you War know. was his bad year. That's when he was that the bad year. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cold War. I think I, I, I mean, I'm sure he was very passionate about his his con team. He always. How could you make that play there? I'm like, but, but, but I think Cold War was like, yeah, that was when they were making roster changes every fucking week. That's <laughs> nah, cool. Yeah. Matt, Matt can dish it, and he can he can take like whatever you gotta uh, say. About him too, him, so him, that's the best part. He he came in a couple times, and he you know I'd be like, all right, yo, get a life, yeah, you get a life. Yeah. Hey, he brought like the craziest run I've ever seen. I'm like, all right, give me the fucking controller back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining him taking that, and then like whoever you're screaming is probably like, what the fuck was this guy doing? Like, yeah, I think it was when we were testing a new map too. Do you guys watch play ranked at all? I was, dude, I was dying. Like it was. Listen, I know there were a lot of hackers. But he thought everyone that killed him, like literally, he thought just I get it because you were an eight shot, right? Like, you know, but he hadn't grinded well, that game much, dude. You. Sounded yes, you. yes, yes. But dude, I was dying. He'd just be like, This guy's gotta be full of shit. It'd be like those standard gun fights, guy's gotta be full of shit. But like, you, we we do that almost every other day. Uh, yeah, so. I know, I know, I know. I, I've yeah. been there, I've been there, but it was dude, I loved watching it. It was fucking comedy, bro. Uh, but like you guys would... oh god. I was gonna say about that year though, like about being stressful, bro. I, dude, we had a blow-up moment before that time, though. Like, after we went 0-5, it was, like... I'm sure they kind of alluded to it before, but it was, like, super blow-up moment. Like, I, I literally... Like, we got done with scrims one day. There was a screaming match, like, between everyone. And afterwards, I was so, like, heated. I was, like, I called Eric. I'm, like, bro, Eric, I'm coming over. We need to talk. And so I go over to Eric's house, and I'm, like, bro, how are we going to, like... How are we going to keep doing what we've been doing for, like, three stages, two stages, and, like, it not work? You know what I'm saying? Like, trying to, like, play the same way of COD. Like, I'm like, bro, if we can't... We're talking about... Obviously, you theorize all the time, every single day, of how to play COD. If we, like, some of the best players in the world can't, like, put it together, is it a problem with us, or is it a problem with the formula? So, like, mm -hmm. I blew up, and I'm like, bro, like, the shit we're doing is, like, not right. Like, it's not right. Like, I'm switching up completely. And this is probably a small piece of the puzzle, but, like, I feel like this was super key for us in the fact that, like... It was kind of like defying the odds of the fact that like, all right, like it hasn't gone well, but I'm not going to keep trying the system. Like we need to like completely switch up. And that's kind of like when the role swap happened afterwards. And uh, I think like Cap kind of switched up like, like how he's coaching a bit. Um, we switched up like what we were trying to like do on the map. And what did Shane I'm, come in? Uh, Toronto, right? Yeah, right before the Toronto. Yeah, Shane coming in helped a bunch. Um, and I feel like our one downfall as a team that like made us good but what hurt us in certain moments is like just trying to be perfect, like looking too, too much at the little things. And Ken says it all the time. Like he knows, like I'm more about the big picture. I'm always, all right, well, we lost that hill, but the big picture guys. And it's just like, I'm trying to keep the team, like the vibes up or, you know, try to look at the good things more than always the bad. And it was just like a complete the alt tabber, bro. The alt tabber. 
Oh yeah, the alt tavern for sure. But it's it's a good and bad thing. Um, but why do you take one step to your left here before you take a seventy-five degree angle cut over here? <laughs> but it's it just like it was just a complete change, like going to the back end of the season. And then, like I said, after like all this went down, and then major three, like we knew, like we like in our head, like it was looking a little too good. I was like, uh, yeah, it was like everything was so different. It was so different the second half of the season. What did you place at champs? Like you got the top 32, then what did you get MW 2019? Third. Third. And then what do you get in Cold War? Fourth. Sixth or fourth? Uh, I only won one match, I think. Yeah, fifth, sixth, you're right. Yeah. 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 So I imagine this win. I was just trying to think of like, I mean, the third, third and like top six isn't isn't bad, but like top six top of eight. Though. Yeah, oh, duh, yeah. So top six is ass. So like you, you hadn't really found a lot of success. I imagine just the win was uh, just individually. I know the team stuff, but individually, it's a big. Whew. I never had a deep land run at champs because online in 2019, top 32 at Gen G, didn't get out that fucking locker room, in the bottom <laughs> of UCLA. Yeah, true. We that and then, table to do that. Ugh. and then, obviously, Cold War. We were in the same center that we did Vanguard at. But, like, I was there, like I said, I lost first match versus Toronto. <laughs> them, them fuckers, dude. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I beat, I don't know who I beat, dude. Minnesota or something. Losers. I don't know. New York. But, yeah, so I never had a deep champs run. And, right. obviously, going to the Vanguard, like, the Optic, where we beat Boston in a close match to start. That was probably your closest match, yeah. Close to match by far, and then we beat Optic, Optic three zero, yeah, in a crazy fashion. Yeah, that was that, that was rough. That was. Did we cast that one? Uh, I don't know if we did. And then did we three zero phase two or we three one them? We three one them. We three one them. Well, what do you yeah. think was different in the mindset between like Gen G when you were like top two and this team where you were very clearly on top, knew you were the best, but like we what probably was won, different? Won the win, the win was probably a big part of that, right? Well, yeah, I, think that, I think first or second, like, you know you're doing something right. I feel like it's got to be something just... Yeah, just I feel like it's... Uh, maybe, like, the, the coaching staff help. Yeah, Cap, I feel like, is is obviously... Cap and Ken were, like, obviously our main leaders, like, throughout practice and stuff. Um, along with myself, like, like, a little bit. And then I think one thing just Cap just, like, I guess kind of taught me is the fact that in Gen G, it was more like, okay, let's play fundamentally good COD and make them work for it, you know? But sometimes they would work for it and it would like be good. But what happened to LA Thieves is we do the fundamentals right and make them work for it. But then after that, it's they'll fucking pay. Like I, yeah, yeah, they'll, they're they're gonna fucking pay. They just give us a four dead. Like we're sprinting at you. Like that was the thing. There was like no mercy in a sense of killer instinct type thing. Huh? Yeah. So it's gotcha. like we knew what to do on the map at all times. Like we perfected the game. And to, like, help that, like, once we got a bunch of kills, bro, I'm running at you off spawn, like, just just killing you. Like, over and over and over again until, they're, you know, you're, you're losing by 150 points. Like, then the yeah. map's over. And I think that's just, that, that's the main difference. The fact that just there's giving them no room to breathe. Yeah, I, I think um, one thing, too, that maybe people don't talk about, like, your performance in the finals, especially your search, was... You had so many clutches, like 1v1 clutches, like, it was and, nice. Them underage years paid off, bro, come yeah, on. Underage years <laughs> paid off, like, it just felt like, I don't know, it was just like, you're going up against Simba to be easy. On a like, keyboard and play like a guitar? 
you, you were locked. You guys, yeah, you guys were just so far ahead, of, especially your search. There, the last couple events was just incredible. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, the search is obviously they, everyone says they win you championships, but I've been really good at search. I, I, the one bad thing I just feel so not so bad about, but the last this last season was like my worst search year by far, and I'm not sure why. Um, the daddy yeah, thing people will say, yeah. but. It wasn't terribly bad by any means, but I feel like the maps though too limited someone like you a lot. Like, yeah, I turned into the guy that like I was most comfortable. Like, all right, well, I'm gonna go plant the bomb every time because I've played <laughs> thousands of tournaments and I know when the bomb needs to go down. Like, I'm not gonna have to tell someone, "Yo, go plant the bomb." Like, all right, like I'm gonna tell my team, "All right, the bomb's about to be dead down." Like, you know, I, I know when to plant. Game, the bomb going down was there was one central bomb site in MW2 for the most part. Yeah. It was easy to plant in a lot of these situations, and like with the Deddy, the way it was, having bomb down was was huge because yeah, a good chance they didn't have Deddy, right? So, and it kind of just was follow up on our on our Vanguard season where like Berlin, for instance, like bro, the B was B was an easy bomb to get down if you could get into this inside the site. So like I default would take bomb slide across the tank at B Berlin and just get the bomb down. The rounds over, you know. Once you're in like post plant and our teammates are in depths of spawn, like it should be a win. Yeah. Um, so like that's just what I turned to be most comfortable with, but I think it just it almost got too ingrained in my head because historically I'm known for just making a bunch of plays and doing that, which I did occasionally, but I wasn't probably as comfortable as I should have been what with it this year than every other yeah. year. So let's go on MW two. Uh, you guys have a pretty slow start. Um, you guys obviously stay together. I'm sure that was an easy call. Uh, mm -hmm. You guys have a slow start, uh, but then you guys get second place, right? Major two. And it feels like things may, maybe like that sort of major four mo or major three moment where like things are starting to come together, maybe a bit, or did you guys still feel like you had a, a lot of work to do? No, we felt like we had a lot of work to do in okay. my opinion. Um, when we got second, I feel like phase was like just more clear cut, good at control and um, S and D, which it honestly could have went a different way. Cause I'm pretty positive. We got one V three by BZ five, four and then lost six, five. Okay. Um, on the Asila S and D, which would have pushed it to like a game seven, even if we it's lost that control. Like one V somethings this year, bro. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. every single freaking finals basically ended on a Asila S and D, Asila control, or vice versa, vice versa. So we lost the Asila S and D to them at major two, getting one V two, one V three, when we could have just put it away, and then went into a steel control, which was by far our worst control. Like they knew that they played us in practice, like they vetoed whatever they vetoed. Um, and, fortress or something. and we just got, we got slammed. Yeah, we got slammed. Yeah. So, um, that was like no surprise to us. Our map was just horrible. I, I, like, we definitely knew we could get to finals. Like, obviously we did it the last season, but like, we didn't think we were necessarily ready for like all the maps that we had to be played. That makes sense. Yeah. And then stage three is kind of where it gets a, it's a bit of a mess. I think like draws has a really off stage. You guys lose to Vegas at major three. I'm sure after getting second, you guys are probably head cases. Like, what what the fuck happened? Um, but then it turns around. You guys win major four. But I remember, like, everyone we talked, you guys <laughs> talked about it. You're like, we still have a, a lot of work to do. Like, you, you just never felt as comfortable as you guys did, I think, in Vanguard. First question yeah. to Kenny afterwards was like, is this like last year? Like, has it clicked? And he was like, nah. Nah, yeah. Nah. No, we, we, yeah, we were as straight up as possible. We looked like clowns probably afterwards because that was our peak of the year. But, like, we... What's the champs curse? Bro, we, we were going in... Yeah, we were going into that event losing every single scrim. Like, like the whole, like, thing that, like, Sam's talked about a bunch. Like, bro, we didn't beat Optic in a freaking... In a map in, like, well, didn't a Kenny month. Didn't not play for a while before that event? 
Uh, yeah, we had, like, yeah, we had that whole cap thing too. Yeah, we had that whole cap thing too. Um, so it, it took us a little bit to settle back in, and like, obviously, record maybe got a little skewed from that. But, um, I feel like that was like kind of minor. Maybe for Ken, it was a lot bigger. Obviously, sitting out, like I haven't had to sit out yet, and hopefully, I never have to do. But it definitely's got to change something with your game. Um, yeah, he couldn't play. He couldn't get on the PC. Like he was like bedridden for however like long it may be. Yeah, vertigo. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Um, yeah, like I said, we look like clowns looking back because that was our peak, but we truly knew that, like, the game didn't feel like how Vanguard felt. Like, the Vanguard thing is we knew every decision we made was, like, pretty much the right decision, and we were putting ourselves in good spots, where the MW2 is like, did they spawn behind us? Did, you know, did, what just happened here? So, um, I, I don't, you never want to be that guy that makes the excuse of that sense, because obviously New York has a great grasp on the, grasp on the game, um, and they did the best all year because of it. But like, bro, MW2 was just like so fucked from a spawn point, and like some random shit would happen. But I guess it goes back to what I was saying about about mitigating your losses. Like, if you play the game fundamentally correct, like how it should be played, like you're gonna mitigate what can go wrong. And well, talk, talking like overall in the year, like and take this for a grain of salt, but like your your hard point control, like overall records, like okay, like good enough to be a top team it's just the search was like kind of 50 50 like he's never like got to that point in search well, until that... the end right i mean then it was hard point that you guys couldn't win yeah it was hard point we couldn't win issue. it was like your guy's search turned into really good major five and champs i remember well, talking to you guys you're like, our search is great we're beating everybody we just need to win one hard point and that just didn't happen yeah i think the anomaly too that you see in vanguard though was there was four maps four snd maps four hard point maps you knew what maps you're gonna play every series loading in Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to veto a map, I'm going to veto a map, and we're playing the other two. This one, obviously, a bigger map pool, there's more maps. There's 13 maps instead of 11. Mm -hmm. And we just didn't have a grasp on the map pool like we did the other year before. Like, the year before, we could play three out of the four, and we could just veto, the, like, Bowcage every single time. This right. time, it's like, okay, well, we got a veto on matchup. Like, do we want to play whoever it may be on Hotel, like, when it's our iffy map, like, our middle-of-the-pack map? Like, everyone's going to veto our good map in... Um, can't even think what our freaking good map is right now. But your major five looks comical, by the way, because you were two one in hardpoint, two one in search, two one in control. I'd be like, oh, okay, well, that's pretty fucking good. They're winning more of everything. They're losing, but you three out someone, three out someone, got three out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in losers. Yeah. Like, so you never never so put yourself funny. in a good spot in losers. Yeah. But the map pool, I think, is just huge, and we just didn't have a good grasp on it this year. So. Yeah, I think you saw that at Champs, because, like, especially in the hard point, you guys, like, played some Embassy, you played some Fortress. I felt like at times, like, your major four win, you guys were a really good Hydro team, like, hard point team, yeah. and then you guys didn't play it as much. Like, yeah, I'm we... assuming due to scrims, like, or, or who you were playing, like... Just Every team goes through that, yeah. They yeah, you, you didn't know what to play. We want to guess spawns, or we want to guess where somebody is underwater? I don't fucking know. Yeah, but the the thing like it all happens every single year on every single team. Your best map turns into your worst map, but the teams that you play that stage have no clue because they don't scrim you, so they keep vetoing it. So people just vetoed Hydro for us for a whole stage, and then we got no match reps, and we were falling behind in practice, and then all of a sudden Hydro's our worst map, and we're like, Jesus, like that was our that was our bread and butter. What happened? But like you realize like the first team pinning people from like P3, you guys like blocked the back and you'd be all the way pushed out like P1, like pinning people across the map, like yeah, flipping them uh over to P4, like yeah, and then it just went away. It just felt yeah, you could just tell your hard point was We couldn't win a hotel. We couldn't win a hotel the whole year. Our hotel 
was losing by 20 points or whatever the whole year. We couldn't, we couldn't win Kitchen Hill. I might have been the, my KD in Kitchen Hill might have been so bad. <laughs> I don't know how with the sub, but uh, yeah, it was just, it was all a mess, bro. I mean, I still cherish like the whole year and like what we were able to do. We, we got a championship. Like it's still hard yeah. as hell to win. Um, but you're just like, you're going to be chasing like the world championship, like what we tried to get before. Like there's, there's no, you're not going to fill that need unless we won another ring. Tough. You guys think you could have won? Part. Like, could have won one though. Like, you're not gonna retire on you next year, probably. Like, you feel like there was a chance that that last event, like, yeah, you take away take five. away major five, and maybe maybe we just have a fear factor again going in. Maybe, like, yeah. yeah, that we just won back to where we can, you know, go major four to to champs again and win. But where did we pick them to go? Didn't we have them in like the fucking final or top three or something? Because we they thought they'd make the run. We, yeah, I think I we thought... ended up being like top three because we were like the way it's set up. We're like they're making a run, bro. Well, the, uh, they just had a tough match versus Toronto first match. And that, I'll tell you, Toronto's been my hard match. counter. Thank God. Shout out to Toronto for picking me up. Go to him. <laughs> yeah, that, that game is done. But yeah, we kind of talked about, uh, yeah, not the ending. Maybe you guys wanted, but still, as you said, you guys broke the champ's curse. Um, Sam retires. And now we can talk about the, the rest of roster mania that sort of uh, happened. Yeah. Um, Boston's roster is completed. So it's Priestess, Slasher, uh, Snoopy and who am I missing? The other sub, Cap Capsule. Capsule. Yes. Capsule. Um, yes, for you, Dale. Like, I mean, everyone's kind of talked about the top four being the top four. Yeah. Because you not your sub duos are insane. I mean, Clay's tweeted about it. Like, what subs do we build around? Mm. Yeah, that was funny. You could, yeah, you can kind of tell like this team took the the vets and Priesta, who is somehow not on his world championship team, and. <laughs> The, a young sub duo in 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 Snoopy and Capsule. Is Snoopy the real deal? Is that what it comes down to for you, kind of envoy? Like, is he? Yeah, I think it does. I think like obviously he played one event and he did like I wouldn't say exceptionally well, but he did well for what it's worth. <laughs> Champs main stage first fucking event, yeah. like I, yeah, yeah. He, didn't he, he seemed he seemed pretty cool, calm and collected. Um, I never talked to the guy myself. Um, but I mean, I guess a lot of it relies on him. You kind of know what you're gonna get out of the other three. Uh, Cap. Really good SD player. He obviously filled in for us last year. Was on Florida. Um, really fast sub in your really face. Good at the end of the year. That Florida yeah. team it was solid. And he individually, it, he looked like his best form. Bro, uh, they were running us in practice. They were running everyone in practice. Before they were disqualified, or like not, not disqualified, but didn't qualify for champs, they were running everyone. I swear to God. I talked with yeah. Bruce and stuff, and I'm like, bro, has Florida been giving you all a hard time? He's like, bro, they've been, they've been frying. I'm like, what? I was like, thank God I'm not the only one in this boat. Methods when he teamed with, I remember said like, you know, it's sort of like, well, win and lose by them, like live and die. Like the young guys will make incredible plays or like bonehead plays. And like, I feel like Capsule probably being with like a priest and a slasher, probably pretty helpful for him. Even from like last year, like playing with fellow. A hundred percent. But like, like, I know it a little bit more. He was a guy that was like, we're talking rookie of the year, the not on a roster type guy. And like, it just feels like maybe a little nudge in the right direction, the right teammates. Like he could really, just, like we were literally talking about him, like rookie of the year stats. Like that was a God yeah. making all these crazy plays. Um, I'd be excited for him to kind of, kind of get back to that. But yeah, I think uh, a lot of like, regardless of like vets, I feel like are vocal or not, or people that have just been around for like a while, you pick up on like, whether like the younger players want to admit or not, you pick up on small things like, day in day out of practice or at like a tournaments like it doesn't have to necessarily be big things but just like how to play the game like and try to be as consistent as possible like 
there's a reason that you know Austin and Preston have been here for so long. Like they they know how to play the game. They play it in like a consistent way. And for the rookies that stay around, I'd say for like the young guns that like you know solidify their spot in the league, like it's a big part of like picking up on all the people you've teamed with. Like something from like you learn lessons at every event, but like teaming with every single person and like knowing how to interact with them or or how they play like teaches you a lot. And that's like kind of the whole thing too. Like when you play like former teammates, like you know what they're gonna do, like or you know how they play. Um, I think that's just like super big for I guess like up and comers. Random question. I'm curious. Like I, I hadn't really given this thought till just now, but like with Slasher, um, you know, early in the year with Phase, he was kind of the scapegoat. He knew he would be. Like the stats weren't really there. I think he knew with the way the year was going, he was probably gonna get dropped. He knew all along. Like if we don't win, I'm getting dropped. I'm not saying he like dropped. It was probably just who was available. Like that's really probably what hurt Austin. I'm not saying he like stat hoard, but like in the last couple of events, he kind of fucking fried. Like he was sort of in his bag when he comes to like statistics and just actually putting up numbers. And I wonder if that was, I guess I just randomly thought if that was like a, I'm probably getting dropped or probably put up some numbers. So I'm getting on another team or if that was just sort of how the team was playing at the time. He he was just comfortable. I think he just talked about it. Yeah. Literally think if, I mean, we kind of said, like, all the flexes that were available at the end of this year just put him into a tough spot. Like, all the free agents. If this is last year, maybe he's still on this team. Like, I There's a difference, though. Like, if he had a point nine the last couple of events versus, like, a 1-2 like he was doing, is there any difference in how he gets the team the next year? You don't think it matters? I don't think it matters. I think it's more or less that, like, anyone that goes in that phase roster, just, like, the, if I'm that phase roster, anyone that joins, bro, play your game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just just play what you know. And I think Austin, like, does that on most teams that he's on. Like, he has the confidence himself. Have to be. Have to be. But Austin just has the confidence himself. He's just, like, probably just playing his own game. Like, I've never teamed with Austin. I've talked to him, like, a decent amount. But I get the vibe that he's just, like, doing his thing. You know? Yeah. I always got the opinion he was my way or the highway. Fuck you guys type thing early on. But <laughs> maybe on some teams. Maybe on some teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Boston's done, uh, and then Optic obviously announced Pred Kenny uh, joining alongside uh, Shotzi and, and Dashi. Um, yeah, Pred, obviously we know the impact he will make. And I think Ken, I don't know if Ken thought he was going to be in this position. I don't know what position Ken probably thought he was going to be in. Maybe he thought he was going to be screwed, but he's probably ecstatic that he's on this roster because I'm sure after he knows you're going to Toronto, he knows Zach's going somewhere, potentially yeah. Optic, potentially face uh he just kind of is like right maybe hit them up but obviously ar ken uh i, I guess how do you see uh this roster kind of performing how do you see ken fitting in with optic i think ken will do his thing i think ken is similar to me in the fact that like he's just going to do whatever it takes to win mm-hmm. you know he don't care about dropping the numbers he don't care about you know anything but winning and doing whatever it takes and i think he obviously helped our team like it's very known that like he's the probably the most vocal in practice alongside cap. And that's probably what optic needs is someone that's just going to not get in there, not to get in their head, but like, you know, like, I don't know how to say it, but like be on their asses, I guess, be on their asses about making all these right plays and doing, I guess, like what historically optic hasn't been done. For a while, yeah. yeah um, even like, like, I want to say like, I tried to help when I was there, but like, like, it's never going to click until it clicks. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, until you find the right pieces that work, like, and, well, and especially in... you're the type of person not to always push it. Like, can't yeah. feel like he's a person who's like, no matter what, as we talked about, like, he's going to look at the VOD. Yo, dude, what are you doing here? Like, what are, yeah, what are, he's what are, straight are we up. doing here? 
like, he's straight up about it's it. It's just fucking stupid. Like, so yeah, I agree. I, I'm actually really excited because I think they needed someone like like Ken for sure. Yeah, I think otherwise the whole team, top to bottom, solid. Yeah. I mean, you know what you're gonna have everyone else. I think just Ken is gonna play the important role of like getting everyone on the same page, just Are like he did with us. At all for you in the sense of like when I think of like the ultra change, it's just very logical to me. You slot in, that team keeps doing its thing. Phase draws it in, sell need to be a main AR. Like that just makes a shit ton of sense. I guess this team, it looks like a, a super mega all star squad, but I mean, they're going to be good no matter what. Yeah. Like, just with that talent, they're going to be very good, but they could be the best team in the game or like a top four team. It, it, there's potential there because we just haven't seen this all meshed together. Whereas I think like you talk of the big three right now with you, Phase, and um, them, like they're probably the biggest, I guess, question mark just because it's a lot more changing. Yeah, it's two people instead of one, right? Like, not filling yeah. in. Yeah, I just... Obviously, time was tell. Yeah, yeah Canada yeah. AR again. Time will tell. Um, you know, they always do the preseason rankings and stuff, and I'm here for all of it, but at the end of the day, like, sometimes people show up, sometimes they don't, and the expectation is just insane for, like, you know, every, every you know, supporter fan of every team wants their team to be first or second every single event, and yeah. you just you just have bad events. You have bad events, you have bad weekends, bad online matches, and that's just, like, the name of the game. So, uh, you can try to be as consistent. Yeah. yeah that's what he gasses so much. Like, people call me a dick writer for Facebook. Like, that, it's insane. Like, yeah. For, like, four years. It's just... It's unheard of. That's why, I, like... Yeah. I was even talking to Zach, and he's like, "Bro, should I go to Phase or should I go to Optic?" I'm like, "Bro, if you don't go to Phase, <laughs> you might be the biggest idiot I've ever, literally, ever met." Because, you know, they could tell me I'm running main AR. I'm going to Phase. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. All the teams look, look really solid. It just comes down to the weekend, or you know, once we get there, how the game is, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, you're talking about all the teams looking solid. Yeah, worse, I think bro. about five are looking solid. The other seven, I guess maybe you add in the Heretics. We don't really know. Uh, we say it every podcast. I don't know where you build, how you build. I don't know what the other six are going to look like. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to be lost. A, what are we, this what where, is where some of the friendship shit comes in, no cap. Yeah, like no, the, what do you call it? The like the, the tier kind of shrunk, right? Like you used to have kind of sort of four powerhouse sort of teams like with thieves breaking up it's sort of become like these three you know, like ultra phase and optic well, in new york. kind of like your yeah, top new teams in, in new york yeah i wonder who's gonna I mean. like i wonder who's gonna like fill the void because somebody always kind of rises up like who it's gonna yeah someone will rise up one of those teams may not perform then like it's but the rest are literally a you you are gonna have some weird looking teams like that's just the way new york though yeah just making a change like they were good at one game like i don't know like I, they, they should be yeah. good but I don't, I don't know if i have them i'm not they don't have first in my fucking power rankings going into week one I, it, it's right weird now. we might see a lot of like you rookies coming in for the first time in a while like picked up at the beginning of the season so I, obviously people are just speculating on like you know the players but Maybe the first time in a while we've had a lot of EU rookies join the the scene again. We're not, we're not playing maps at, at night or in the fog or some shit. No. Yeah. A AI, he does eight v eight, four AI, four players. Like who the fuck knows where we might go? <laughs> I don't think we'd be doing that, Clint. I don't think we'd be doing that. Um. All right. So uh, that's yeah, the that. roster mania. Uh, until more shit happens. Uh, now <laughs> we have security questions. That's the last thing, and then we will let you go on your merry way. Um, I'm having too much fun. Amazing. Why? Why? You've been amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. We, we appreciate you taking time out of your day. Um, it's easy, though, right? Yeah, it's chat shit, bro. It's so fun to just chat God with, like, yeah, I love it, man. 
bro. It's it's uh, great. First one I think is from someone in your stream, uh, Yammy. Oh God! You promised us in your Twitch chat you'd do a cartwheel live on main stage if you ever won a championship, but you still didn't do one. Mm. I don't think I said that. I don't think I said that. <laughs> no, I think I think I said that, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so doped up up there. Like I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm down to do I, the cartwheel. I love the Twitch tab, but I mean, the, the cartwheel might have to be next time. Multiple of these questions, by the way, multiple. Like yeah, they all the, the, my mods and my chatters, they'd be backing each other up. I gotta respect it. I love them though. I love them. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, this <laughs> one is a two-parter, and I think you kind of talked about this. Uh, your former teammates, uh, what will they do well to improve their new rosters? I guess you, you talked about Ken and what he will do. I guess what do you think is the biggest thing for draws with Phase? Obviously, Phase has always been good at SND, so draws like is just gonna excel their SND probably even more. Mm -hmm. um, but I kind of like to say on our team, he's like the X factor. Like he's gonna like if not necessarily if he fries like you're gonna win, but he's that guy that if he's frying like he's in your face, he's making plays in S and D, he's making plays on the map, he's being that ratty person that's just annoying to deal with. You know, people joke about the the whole him and Cell snaking thing. Like it's no joke that like probably besides Cell, Zach is up there top three with Cell or top two, like one of the hardest kills on the map. Yeah, he doesn't mind pissing people off. Yeah, so I think that is, like, another strong suit they're just adding. It's just, like, bro, he's going to be a hard kill. Like, you know what you're going to deal with with Zach. Like, you know what you're getting out of him. And, I mean, he's going to bring some new ideas, you know? Like, I, all I'm these curious. people. We, we've talked about, like, FaZe maybe missing, like, like a heal. Like, someone who, did, like, I don't know, maybe getting their comms. Like, dude, like, you're the fucking best. Like, if you, yes, maybe literally. That, I think, like, he would, he's probably going to help that a lot right he, yeah he brings all the confidence in the world to like to his teammates and stuff like you make a godlike play like you're hearing it from zach um and then i think just like you know bringing every player that switches teams like you're just going to bring what you know from a different team so obviously we had a lot of our right pieces that worked here and i expect that ken him will just try to fit in and and add some more stuff to whatever existing system that they have um, and then Zach also wants to know, what do you think your best skill set is that takes Toronto to the next level? Probably just my intangibles, I guess. Um, it's kind of like a super general thing, but I feel like as I've proved over the last like four or five years of me playing, that I'm just here to do whatever it takes to win. And we kind of mentioned like throughout the podcast a couple times, or I did that. I've done a lot of different teams for all the teams, or different things for all the teams I've been on, played a lot of different play styles. And I think... Here's going to be no different. I'm going to be just free to do what I know how to do best. You know, yeah. just just play my game and, you know, hopefully just excel the team to a new level and we get ourselves a ring. Well, and you've been in so many different teams now, right? Like there's, yeah, you're going to have a whole bunch of ideas yourself to kind of maybe improve that camp or learn from them. Like they've always been a very chill vibe, like just sort yeah. of like you've listened to the comms, just very calm, collected. Like I'm sure you'll you'll fit in well. Um, this last one is from T Brown and he just wants to know first impressions of Toronto, the city and how, and how the org is so far. Uh, the org is great. I mean, I feel like you don't see much content of like their facility or whatever. They have like their in-person events, but if you don't go, I, I don't think you would know much. Um, but being at their facility, it, it's amazing. It's actually really spacious. Um, tucked away in Toronto. I'm going to be living probably 10, 15 minutes from there. And the facility, I mean, the facility's sick, bro. It's facility sick, city sick. We've been there twice now for their events. So I'm hoping we get another event there this coming year. Me too. Um, 
you know, get to be a part of a home event. And, you know, what we chatted about before, Toronto is just a cool city to go to. It's really? great for the time you're being there. And yeah, it's just a new chapter, man. I'm, I feel like I've gotten blessed that I'm going to be living that I lived in Dallas or I guess Frisco, um, now LA and now Toronto. So like, you can't ask for really any yeah. better locations. Uh, I've lucked out in that sense. Central West, you, you know, get it all. Yeah. I'm getting everywhere. The vibes. Um, all right. I mean, our last uh, thing I guess is, uh, yeah. Kind of, if you want to shout out where, where people could find your content, where you, you know, you're streaming at what, what those links are. Yeah, I don't, not a not a stream often, but you know, Dylan Envoy and everything. Uh, I want right. to end this off though. One thing though, I think okay. we need to bring back boot camps this year. Ooh. We kind of touched on it early. I've been trying. I tried last year with Thieves. I'm trying this year with Toronto. But I think whether the league helps or you know the teams collaborate together, I feel like it's a it's a missing piece of content that we used to have back in the day, and an experience that like I guess a lot of the rookies are like. We haven't had that feeling in a while. It's weird with PC now because you can't like just plug in and play from LAN. You have to have like a server cart and everything. But I feel like this is, you know, if teams are interested, hit me up, hit up Toronto, hit up, you know, let, let's get this thing rolling. With all the teams in Dallas that it hasn't happened yet. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So many, was there like six or so, maybe more in Dallas? Like that hasn't been a, been a thing. But I guess a, online is... Since COVID, it hasn't happened. Since yeah. COVID, it hasn't happened. So I'm I, it's a weird thing. To, it's a weird thing to end on. But I'm just saying. I, you know, I think if the league wants more content, the teams want more content. You know, I'm all in. I'd love that. Yeah. I would love it. I think a boot camp is where we go. Yeah, but I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, um, well, yeah no. Listen, uh, I thought you were even when I didn't really know you were a cheating little bitch. Um, I, I thought you were. I was so impressed with when you first came on Hot Mike. I'll never forget it. Like you were so well spoken and just you're happy to be there and i and listen i've been a big fan since day one you're an absolute beast uh you're a fantastic guest so first and foremost thank you um you have a marvelous day good luck with the move good luck with the team i think we're excited for both um i don't know what you guys are up to tonight but i have to make a choice i'm either gonna go try to beat that shithead uber lilith on diablo i'm gonna start boulders grade a3 where apparently i can have sex with a bear or a druid or something which sounds insane Okay. Um, or I'm going to listen to my uh, fantasy sexual romance novels, which have really just kind of piqued my interest lately. They get kind of wild. Um, you have an eventful night going on. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Uh, later, man.